Photography 101, hosted by Scott Wittenberg. Lesson 17. Please join me for a moment of silence in honor of Polaroid Instant Films, which are no longer being manufactured. I am bummed out to the max, and so are the other photographer artists who will miss the great photo art processes that rely exclusively on Polaroid Films. In fact, everybody who has loved snapping instant photos for the last 50 years are going to sorely miss this dying art form. But money talks, so if you have some and are interested in keeping Polaroid Instant Films alive, please contact the folks at Polaroid and buy the licensing rights. You'll be making a lot of people very happy. Long live the Polaroid Instant Photo. In this lesson we're going to discuss what white balance is and how to adjust it. White balance is pretty much a digital term that involves correcting the color in a scene that results from various sources of light, such as incandescent and fluorescent. In the old days, when film reigned supreme, color balance was achieved through the use of filters over the lens that corrected the color shifts produced by certain ambient light sources. Whether using film or digital, color correction can also be achieved in Photoshop after the image is shot and will be discussed here as well. Here's an excerpt from the manual from a Nikon D70 showing the various types of lighting that can be found in typical scenes and the color temperature these light sources produce. The idea is to set the white balance for a shot by way of the menu on your digital camera in order to produce more accurate color for the light source present. Let's take a look at the different kinds of lighting you could run into. Incandescent is the first one listed here at 3000K. This is the kind of light you get from a normal light bulb like uh, would be present in your living room. And this light usually gives off a very yellow sort of cast to all of the subjects and needs to be corrected. The next one here is fluorescent. Fluorescent at 4200K tends to give a sort of green cast to the subjects. Next is direct sunlight at 5200K. This is uh, what is considered probably the most normal whitest light cleanest. It will usually render accurate colors. Next is flash which tries to simulate direct sunlight at 5400K so it's very close. Have you ever wondered why flash pictures always seem to make the colors look right and correct? Whereas without flash indoors you certainly have some problems in different casts, usually yellow or green. Next is cloudy. Cloudy at 6000K is starting to get really blue so if it's really overcast and cloudy out, uh, your subjects will tend to have a blue cast to them. And finally, shade at 8000K is super blue. And all of this needs to be corrected in order to render the proper color balance. Now let's take a look at what all this means. I'm in Photoshop right now with a picture I took in uh, Las Vegas a couple months ago. And uh, this is a typical indoor picture where um, the light sources, you're not really sure what they are, but apparently you can tell from the yellow cast that there is certainly some incandescent light here, and there may even be a sort of a greenish cast going on here from fluorescent lights. Quartz lights also give off a different color temperature. So what I'm going to do is sort of simulate what you would do in your camera if you're getting ready to take a shot like this and you want to correct for white balance, you'll go to your menu and change it okay to what kind of light you think it is then you could take the picture and compare it right there on the spot to see if you're on base
So what we're going to do is sort of pretend that's what we're doing here and at the same time learn how to use the Photoshop uh, photo filters to correct images after the fact. So any way you look at it, it's basically the same relationship. Okay, so we have this rather yellowish picture and um, this is probably not the way it really looked when I took the picture, okay? So what happens is because of that light source, there's sort of a yellow cast over everything and we need to correct that to make everything look more accurate. So to do that, we're going to go up to Image, Adjustments, and then scroll down here to Photo Filter, okay? Alright, I've already got Warming Filter on here and you can see immediately that this made this even more orangish, obviously. Uh, so what we want to do here is take the complementary color of yellow, which is blue. If we add blue, the yellow will be sort of corrected and things will become normal, theoretically. Okay, so in the old days of film, what you would do is screw an ADB filter over your lens and that would, if you were shooting indoor pictures, and that would correct it theoretically again. Okay, so what I'm going to do is go up here, I'm going to click on the filter uh, menu here, and you can see all these different options here. Some of them are off the screen here, but these are basically the more important ones, at least for now. Okay, notice warming filters. Okay, warming filters are what you would use if you took something on a cloudy day and it was too blue. Okay, you would go to one of these. Or again, if you're shooting live and wanted to change your white balance instead, you would go to cloudy day on your white balance setting. Remember those on that chart? Okay, so I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Let's get back to where we are. So we're in this filter. Um, filter option menu, we have a yellow picture and we want to cool it down a little bit. Okay, add a little blue. So let's try the 80 and see what happens. Okay, now I have this on preview so you can see. Did you see what happened there? Okay, that yellow sort of went away. There's still some yellow there but the cast overall is gone. And this is probably more accurately what I really saw in real life. These statues sort of took on a almost a pinkish type cast um, and all of this intense yellow in the white areas has sort of disappeared okay so let me go back to where it was and you'll see the difference okay let's go down here to um, I think it was on the 85 okay and that's what you have there what we saw originally okay so let's go back to Let's go to the filter thing and go to the LBB filter, which I think is sort of a mid-range, okay? So let's go there, and notice, there's still quite a bit of yellow, but not near as much as there was before. But I believe there's a little more yellow than there was before with the 80. So let's see the difference here. Here's the 80, all right? A little bluer. Here's the LBB, just a little less blue. And then finally there is the 82. The 82 is pretty harsh. As you can see now, the uh, white areas have taken on a blue cast, and this might be a little excessive for what's going on here. However, the statues look a lot whiter. So again, I'm not at the scene, so I don't know. And this is the advantage of using the white balance when you're shooting, because there at the scene, you could take your shot, take a look at it in your LCD, and see if it's accurate. If it isn't, Go to the white 
balance uh, function in your menu, select the appropriate light source that you have, and experiment. You can also fine-tune these by increments of one on your more sophisticated digital SLRs. So it can be a pretty pretty accurate, um, pretty good way to accurately render proper color balance. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and hit OK on this. Alright? Now we can compare. All I have to do is hit undo up here and let's see what the original looked like. Look at that. Alright, that is the way my shot came out. After using the photo filter, let's redo it. And this is much more accurate. Now some people say, gee, I really like that yellow glow. Great. But when you're doing critical shooting, there's a time where you don't like that yellow glow, particularly when you're shooting people and you're shooting them under incandescent lights. They take on this, their skin takes on this yellow look, and it usually looks pretty bad, sort of jaundiced, depending on how intense it is. Okay, let's try another scenario here. Here's a picture of my beautiful granddaughter about a year ago, um, and it was taken on a really cloudy day at a water park. And if you look at this carefully, it looks sort of blue. You don't see that nice yellow radiance that you expect to see in the human skin. Her blonde hair looks kind of flat. Okay, so what this needs is to be warmed up. Okay, again, if you were shooting with your digital camera, you would go to the white balance. You would select cloudy day, okay, or overcast, whichever. And what that will do is basically warm up the scene. Okay, what we're going to do again here in Photoshop is sort of simulate the same effect, only again after the fact. So what I'm going to do is go again up to image adjustments, go down to photo filter. Okay, and immediately, okay, because warming filter was already selected, did you see what happened there? Okay, it warmed up. She looks a lot um, more alive and vibrant. Okay, she doesn't look so blue. Okay, is this the best one? I don't know. And again, these can all be adjusted with the, uh, the percentage. Okay, down here, how dense do you want to do it? Okay, if I slide this, as you can see, it becomes more and more rich. Okay, but the trade-off on that is you start losing the blue a little bit, and the blue will actually start becoming green eventually, because what happens is the yellow intensity of that yellow or orange is mixing with the blue and creating yet another problem. So I'm just going to keep it around 25%, you know, at least for this demo. Okay, so let's try a different one and see what happens. Let's try the LBA. All right, and see a whole big difference here, and then here. Um, it's a little less. So to tell you the truth, I think my favorite one is the warming filter, the 85. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and go to the warming filter there. Maybe jack this up a little bit, just make it a little richer. Okay? Not too much. And I'm happy with that. I still got my blues. She has a richer color. Go ahead and hit OK. And my picture looks really good. Now let's compare. Because sometimes when you do this, it's like, hmm, I don't really see that much difference. Now let's see. Let's go up to image, or sorry, edit, undo photo filter. Look at the difference. Okay. Blue looks great, but my granddaughter doesn't look that great. She looks flat. So I'm going to go up here and redo the photo filter. I like that better. A lot richer. Well, that's about it for now.
I hope you've learned something new in this lesson about white balance and how to use the photo filters in Photoshop. Please don't forget to check out my new book, The Story Behind the Images, at scottwittenberg.com. This book is filled with images that I've shot over the past 20 years and includes an illustrated how-to section. Thanks for your support. Until next time, goodbye.